to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Zack Snyder's Justice League by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And my name is Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And my name is Chris O'Connor, and you can find me on Facebook as Chris O4 because a long time ago, uh, I'm the fourth one. I'm Christopher Edward O'Connor the fourth. A long time ago, my dad reached out to me let, to let me know that the things that I was posting politically uh, about how Republicans blah 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 uh, were very upsetting, and how uh, like his friends were finding my posts and thinking it was him. So I changed my name on Facebook to Chris O Four because I'm the fourth one, and that way no one could mistake me for my father. Ha ha. Hmm. 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 Gotta and drink more whiskey now. <laughs> uh, that's good. I, I mean, I, I I also share my dad's name as well, and so I I get tagged in photos <laughs> that are not that are not me, and so that's the yeah. other thing. I get, and I your get dad's Facebook out. is like a newer thing too. So like, I I know that it's like a newer thing that he's on that he got on Facebook. So that is yeah. that makes it even. Oh, that's yeah. that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah I, for a while they were like, "Oh, your dad doesn't have Facebook, so I'll just tag you." And I'm like, "Please don't, Please <laughs> don't do any of that." I I stepped away from Facebook four years ago, five, somewhere in the Trump presidency. I was like, "You know what? This place sucks. I'm done." Mm. He didn't miss much. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I'm torn between: Do I want Facebook for friends and groups, or do I really just want it for family? And then I'll go use any other social media i i do have um private facebook groups for my kids we have a we have a particular facebook group for family called kitten cow after my kids my son christopher edward o'connor the fifth we call him kit uh just so that we can differentiate but we do have one little private group on facebook for pictures of our kids oh so that's awesome yeah, that way all of my great aunts and uncles who are posting insane shit on their regular feeds can see nice pictures of my children. <laughs> there you go. I do like um, you named your kid Chris as well. It's the fifth of his name. That, that, that is, um, I mean, me personally, I was always like, damn, I really just got named after you. Like, couldn't think of anything cool. Um, but it, now being but the it, fifth, it, it carries over time. It gets cooler as you go. It's like Voltron. I, the more of you can stack up, the cooler it is. I think that's what it is. Like, oh, now that he's the fifth of his name, that's actually cool shit. I mean, you know, Henry the Eighth, Christopher Edward O'Connor the Eighth is gonna have a lot of clout. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh man, yeah, he's he's born popular at that point. <laughs> if we could only be so lucky. Well, only. If only we could be. Well, Popular. Chris, I mean, that's a lot to ask. <laughs> At what cost? What podcast are we doing? <laughs> uh, yeah, first of all, twenty three and me dot pod. <laughs> we just bring people on, and they they can just talk about how they spit in a test tube to find out about their genetics, and then uh, that got stolen by hackers. Yeah, um, and we call it. It's called force majeure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I want to thank you, Chris, for being on the show. First of all, before we get into Minute 155, it's been an absolute blast to talk with you about this movie, to analyze. It's been a pleasure. Scrutinize and celebrate this movie, as they say. Um, so it, was, it, it has been 
just a great time to talk about these minutes. Um, today's minute, this will be the final minute of the week. It's Aww. 155, part five, all the king's horses. Um, it'll start with Barry explaining that he doesn't like to break a certain rule. And then the minute is going to end with Lois staring at Superman's monument at Heroes Park. So there is quite a bit going on with this one. But there, the elephant in the room is this beginning part where Barry explains a certain rule that he doesn't like to break. Um, who wants to start first with this one? <laughs> I mean, okay. So he doesn't like to break his certain rule about the speed of light um man so okay he he can run really fast and mm -hmm. use that to he generate can. electricity i guess that makes a sort of comic book sense and that's cool but <laughs> and this gets into of course all the nonsense that happens in the flash movie which uh if you missed it listeners we talked about in the last episode <laughs> um i <sighs> <laughs> he doesn't like to go close to the speed of light because crazy stuff happens. Um, I guess it makes sense that he can generate some electricity and, and in a comic book and cinematic sense, like, great, cool, okay. But all the other stuff uh, that you guys will get to when you get to it, and good luck when you do get to it, um, best just... just Godspeed, so to speak. Yeah. Um, this <laughs> yeah, I, this idea yeah. of like, oh, this is my rule and I don't go too close to the speed of light because uh... <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I am I'm reminded of the whole segment in Cosmos where, you know, they sort of go on the thought experiment of like Einstein, oh, yeah. like talking about um, like, you know, if you're in a cart and you're going the certain speed and you're managed to go the speed of light, like, you know, what happens to the colors that shift, et cetera, et cetera. And that's really cool. But like every time Barry Allen talks about going close to the speed of light, I'm just, I want to slap him. I like, I, <laughs> I kind of hate it. I, I want, we, we talked about this recently with, um, there's a new flash media thing, which is there's now a podcast escaping the midnight circus, which is, um, you know, DC is starting to get into the audio drama stuff as well, Ooh. similar similar to Geek by Night. So there's a Batman one called Batman Unburied. Okay. And then now there's a Flash one that came out post the release of the Flash movie. It's called The Flash Escape Escaping the Midnight Circus. Uh, and lo and behold, Barry tries to go back in time to fix something and ends uh -huh. up breaking space time again. Yeah. And it's one of those things... Because that's what would happen. It's just one of those things that, you know, as you say, it's like, oh, you know, every time he says it, I'd want to slap him. But it's like, I want to slap whoever's in charge demanding that the next Flash story does this again. You know, <laughs> and there's so many cool things that the Flash, you know, his stories are with, like, the rogues and all that fun stuff. And just having these fun escapades as a, a very traditional, like, nice hero. Um but then it always goes back to this one rule of like, oh, when I go too fast, you know, I start yeah. breaking time. And Nothing stuff. matters anymore. And it yeah. doesn't, it just, it doesn't make sense. Like there is a certain amount of sense in like, if you can move so fast, then if, if you can move faster than the speed of, you know, it, uh, 
if you can move close to the speed of light, you have a certain amount of relativistic wiggle room to play with, and that could be cool in its own right, but it doesn't let you reverse time. Um, if you can move faster than light, it still doesn't let you reverse time. It lets you act faster than things can be seen, and that is cool in its own way, but the whole, I just, the, 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 the entire story concept of the speed force and the, <sighs> it, it gets wrapped up in everything. I hate it. That the Flash is, and this all comes from like Flash Rebirth. I hate it. You know, it. Jeff Johns bringing Barry Allen back and then having like all these added abilities, oh, you know, no, accessing. I drank all my whiskey. He's going to need more for this one. Um. But, like, uh, you know, very breaking uh, time. I guess it was something started with Crisis on Infinite Earths to kind of get rid of the character because DC mandated it. But then Jeff Johns used that as well to then bring him back and then basically said, you know, if Flash can go really fast, he can he can do anything physically. Um, and that's not how he discovered multiverses. It was really just, like, phasing between dimensions instead of, Going so fast that yeah. you break time and then create a spaghetti, whatever Michael Keaton says yeah. in the Flash movie. I suppose um, there's a certain element of like my complaint, and I know I'm not the only one who feels this way, but my like my complaint about like the Flash and the Speed Force and being able to alter time, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, like you can sort of take that back a certain step where it's like, well, it's absurd that a man can move this fast, that a man can you know run faster than the speed of sound. So at a certain level and at a certain point, I should just let it go. And I do, I do let it go. It's fine. Like, um, and this is one of those things that I've been meaning to get back to, but like in the flash TV show, I think they do a good job. I like that flash. I like the stuff that happens there. And, and, and I can, I can accept nonsense and I, all oh, the yeah. superhero stuff, you have to accept nonsense, mm -hmm. but at the same time, I don't know, something about The Flash in this movie and especially in The Flash movie that we get later. Ugh. What it is, is like, because like you said, nonsense in sci-fi is, is totally valid. Like it, it has a place for it. I mean, um, Doctor Who even there. Sometimes Wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. Exactly. Um, it can be like that. And of course, you know, we can always meet movies where they are in that kind of regard. And if The Flash runs really fast and it turns back time so be it cool whatever what makes it questionable is when the writers say barry allen says he should not do this and then in the next movie he says i'm gonna do this yeah <laughs> like it's a new thing and yeah. and so in this movie um it makes sense because he says when i run really fast things start weirdly happening and then at the end of the movie, he saves the day by, you know, the speed of force and he turns back time and he saves them from the unity. Yeah. So it's it's foreshadowing the this movie's climax itself. Just logically he... doesn't follow. What part? Oh, that... well, the bit the bit at the end where he runs so fast that he can uh, turn back time. It's like he can run so fast that he is faster than the light that, you know, travels to meet him where he can see what had happened. Uh, because he mind. is, I guess that at that point it is Barry Allen is the speed force. Like he, and this is go, again going back to the Jeff Johns origins of like 
okay again it's it, that's, it that's gets, the sci-fi jargon that it's like yeah okay it, it, it gets it. into it gets into like there is a, a certain there's a certain reality to the concept of time travel with going so fast with going uh close to the speed of light there is a certain element of actual like you could fuck with time you could really mm-hmm. change things you can really sort of relativistically uh alter the way time flows for one set of people versus another set of people and you could have a real like thing that matters and is different like if you have people that you put them on a ship and you send them around uh the the galaxy at close to the speed of light for them it feels like 10 years they come back to earth it's been a thousand years or whatever the interstellar calculate yeah whatever the actual calculation is but (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> you can't go backwards. So just, I just. I, uh, <laughs> uh, I I think what, what again what um what this movie Sorry. does with itself and it's, and if we kind of just self-contain like what Barry Allen says he's you know this rule and then he does it he tamp he, d- he does it a little bit here and yeah. teases like later on in this film that's fine. What I'm saying is like writing sense it gets questionable because then another set of writers come in and they say well he has to do it again because that's the comic book that sold a million dollars so yeah. now we have to make sure that he forgets that he said he shouldn't do that and that he did it only because the world was ending in that very moment and then discovered that and that he then says yeah but what if my mom was still alive and then <laughs> and then ruins everything but not only reverses time but um, dips into other dimensions. So now he's now his ability is doing way more than it should have done because we have to reference the Flashpoint the book. That, yeah. So, Nathan, do you have a, a point of view on this? <laughs> um, <laughs> one rule. The, um, the one rule thing, um, <laughs> my main point about this whole minute and that moment of the one rule and everything is not even about the Flash. Um, it's really, it's all, it's all Batman. Um, this moment here is very much so a fun, very fun Batman moment for me. Um, this is a Batman aside of this character who I have trouble trying to wrap my head around and try, I have trouble trying to understand as a Batman character. Um, and that is the character that is so, so completely obsessed with just his own vision of an end result without even knowing what the what the 100 percent possibility of that end result is he's insanely obsessed that the moment anybody has another plan has another idea that could possibly work because hey i've just got thrown into this world of magic and monsters and guys that can run so fast they could go back in time like he accepts the flash and w- him wanting to do this plan of like oh yeah i can be the battery like i can do the charge and how quickly this batman is just so like saying yes and it's not even like a yes determined yes it's like a yes relieved yes like oh my god yeah try it like anything anything you can think of like let's just do it like, i got to get my best friend back like it is so <laughs> It's so fun for me to think about Uh, Um, because I wouldn't imagine him here. Like, I wouldn't imagine him here standing and just like, 
Yeah, like still being in awe. Like I would think like the moment that, you know, Victor turned on the computer and he said like uh, what Luther did, it, it messed it up. Like Batman would be like, oh yeah, that's because I, I got my bat generator in the car. I just didn't bring it in because I didn't know where, you know, where we were at on the site. So I, I, I'll walk back and I got to go get it. You know, he's supposed to have a contingency plan for everything. But in this moment here, he had no plan. It was just bring this Superman back and use magic <laughs> box that I don't even know what's going to happen. But let's try it. Magic you know? yeah. box. Yeah. 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 You guys just go do what you do. I'll be right here. Um, yeah. But, but when it I, works, just know that it was my idea. But but again, and, and I, I, you know, the more I think about this, the more it hurts and, and the more I, like... The Flash's idea, fine, it works. But again, the, the Wonder Woman's bracers, like you know, she has this sort of like built-in like claymore blast of energy that she can do. That mm-hmm. would that they could di- figure out how to direct that into it uh, just as well as his Flash thing. And also, like Cyborg and Aquaman can both generate an absurd amount of energy. I like like this Cyborg could he has a blaster. That blasts blasts. You would like he could like just cyborg... plug into it. Yeah, he could just put a prong in and be like, "I'm gonna electrocute you with my cyborginess, whatever powers him." I don't know what the power source for cyborg is supposed to be. I mean, we did see him take control of the Nightcrawler. Like, what's stopping him from just you know, uh, Ghost in the Shell, uh, tube tubing into the into into the 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 scout ship and. I don't know. I mean, jump, jump I mean he mother- is in control of the scout ship, but he also has a ridiculous amount of power on his own. He's able to fly. He's able to blast things. He's able to physically lift absurd amounts of weight. Like he clearly has access to a stupid amount of energy. He should be able to just direct it into the thing. I, yeah. I, I his arm that can change shape could just become the leads that they need to put on the thing. It, it does make you think. I mean, the um, well, I guess they they explain it with Silas Stone and how he connects. It. Anyways, but yes, clear, you're right. Clear, Cyborg, I mean, it's Cyborg is in some way he can he can communicate with the mother box and and activate it. So true. Yeah, um, I get it for the story. With everybody I, needs to yeah, play a part. You need to the you have to set up the Flash. You yeah. got to set yeah, up. Yeah, you got to. You got to. Everyone's got to have their turn, and he's got to yeah. have this thing. And it's, if he goes so fast, he could go. You know, time gets weird. Or yeah, got to explain. Got to. Got to. Got to tee it up. Got to do the foreshadowing. But I do like um, Chekhov's running too fast. <laughs> it's a. It's a really fun concept to especially when like you think about how he first discovered that like what was he doing to run so fast that <laughs> things did start to get weird for him to stop and go whoa shit hang on did they have they ever talked about that like where where sounds did like Bar- it was in the flash i think if where, i remember correctly where, where did barry allen figure out that he shouldn't run too fast like i i wonder like it was it like a funny stupid silly thing it had it had to have been a thing where he was trying to save somebody like it had to be a thing where like oh Captain Cold is gonna kill a bus full of cheerleaders or something and he started to run too fast and realized he was fucking up time, yeah. but at the same time I also kind of wanted to be like oh I'm late for work I'm gonna run and then he's like oh my god I've changed the universe yeah I mean it's it's hard to say because like in this movie they they do a big thing about changing going back in time and just reversing it like literally like reversing the tape like you see everything just come back again 
But then the way they do it in the flash, it's like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Like the I... um, what did they call it? <laughs> like the carousel effect that he that they did? Yeah, the um, uh, I something ball like the the I don't know. Like... So all all superhero movies have like problems with science and like they don't care. It's but... not like Star Trek where they ask people to come in well, and fill in the gaps. Star Trek science also has problems. Like, it transport- does, but they transporter- tried not to. Transporters are bullshit and will never happen. There's no, oh, yeah, of course. There's no way to make transport. Like, warp speed? Cool. Al- Alcubierre and the drive, they're working on it. It's literally a thing that could conceivably physically happen. But a transporter? No, never. No, fuck never. that. You're it's absurd. That's, um, it's on par with the uh, the Willy Wonka the Wonka yeah, vision. That that's that's Wonka that's Wonka fucking nonsense. Um, but like DC and DC movies in particular having a problem with time travel. Like you go back to the first one. You go back to Superman. Yeah. Where like Lois Lane dies and he's like, oh no. I'm gonna spin around. I'm gonna. I'm gonna spin around the Earth so fast that I set time back. Makes no sense. That absolutely. There's no reason it doesn't track at all. Like there's no. Like (laughs) oh no, I've spun so fast around the Earth. This must turn back time. Not stop the Earth's rotation and make the continents splay off of the Earth and like destroy everything. No, uh, this this clearly sets back time by a couple of minutes. It makes me think of like <laughs> just fucking stupid. And Sorry. that's that's Sorry. Be- it's Sorry, the beauty DC of fans. uh it, well it's like the beauty of like I guess what comic book movies should be. Like it should be kind of like, sure, whatever, you go back in time. <laughs> I just was amazed. Um, you know, when I had rewatched Superman the movie and like, you know, like the first time as like an adult to like process Superman the movie. It's you know, a great like movie. It, yes. But I, when yeah, he did I, the going back in time thing, I always remember like watching it again, like fully take comprehending the movie and going, this is the first movie. And he's doing this. <laughs> this yeah, seems like that's another do. thing. It's he's like, God. Yeah. He does he's it God. in the first movie ending. And it's like, whoa, this this is like a big deal. Like, wouldn't this be like in the third movie or something? Like Lois Lane dying and all. No, he, this yeah. is the first movie, yeah. uh, and so it is, it is quite impressive. But uh, I'm glad you brought that movie up because we do have a cameo here in this minute where we see good old Mark McClure as a uh, police officer here at Heroes Park. Is changing oh. scenes of Lois Lane. Uh, there we go. Is... I was wrong yesterday with all my vamping. Uh-huh. So, oh, is he? Is he the low? Is he the Jimmy Olsen from the '77 movie? Yeah, Superman the movie. This is Jimmy oh, Olsen. Oh wow! I thought he was. Oh man, I thought he was the Jimmy Olsen from the Lois and Clark movie from the nineties. But yeah, I get, Yeah, I guess that tracks. Like forty years. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. in the sixties. So this All is right. him, and 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 of course he. There was. I I, I honestly don't know uh, if if this has any tangent to the Jimmy Olsen that was killed in Batman v Superman. Is this like God? A, is this like um, no? I don't know if it's like a hey, I know you guys all hated that, and there was a bit, <laughs> the internet was angry about no, it. No, but, yeah. So here uh, we th- brought this. This just is a part of like the way that you know, as much as Warner Brothers DC may have its problems, like they they've they have a long tradition of letting actors from previous things kind of come in and be a part of the show, like yeah. um, uh, 
you know, in in the Lois and Clark show in the 90s, Ma and Pa Kent were the the Jimmy Olsen and Lois Lane of like the Matt, not Reeves, uh, Chris Reeves, Chris, Christopher Reeve. No, uh, what's the actor's name? George Reeve. Like his his Superman from the 40s and 50s, 40s Mm -hmm. and 50s. I don't know, but they were the the Lois and and Jimmy Olsen from then. Oh, and 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 also, um, oh shit, there's more. Um, in Smallville, um, what's her face? Ma Kent in Smallville, um, the actress's name escapes me. She's mm. she's a really great actress. She was in the It TV series when it was a TV movie first before it became the great movie. It was a it was it was the TV made for TV series with Tim Curry as Pennywise the Clown. Um, what is her name? Shit. But she was also in the seventy seven movie as like um, uh, Lana, Lana uh, his his Lana, girlfriend, Lana Lang. Lana Lang. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Lana Lang. She was Lana Lang from the 77 movie got to be Ma Kent in Smallville, the series. Like, all of this stuff, they have really done a cool job, I think, of, of recycling actors from project to project of, uh, as, like, a you know, sort of a nice callback to previous generations. Right. Not to mention The Flash and Jay yeah. Garrick and yeah. all that. Yeah. Are you talking about, uh, is it Annette O'Toole? Yes! Two names here. Yes! Okay. Oh man! Relationship. I'm really bad. I'm really bad about small Just that so. kind of name. She was also really sexy in uh, Cat People with uh, <laughs> Malcolm McDowell. With David Bowie. Oh, okay. Malcolm McDowell. Malcolm McDowell and David Bowie very similar. Uh, and Cat People, like a David Bowie song. I think that w- that song was on that soundtrack. Uh, it, it it would be unwise of them to not put that song on the soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> She's a so red. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Putting out fires with gasoline. I'm terrible. (laughs) David, we got David Bowie on the show, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry, dead. Welcome back, David Bowie. We're back in time for that one. Love Jin Labyrinth. Oh man, Love Jin the Prestige. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The power of the babe. Um, we, so Lois Lane is here, uh, Jimmy Olsen, Mark McClure, police officer is here as well. We're back here at Heroes Park. Um, and so, yeah, this is, this is where Lois Lane has come. She's got coffee in the last minute. She's here in this yeah. minute. Yeah. Um, and, and what this was is this is, this is coming off the heels of the Martha Kent Martian Manhunter scene, which is them yeah. telling, Hey, come back to the living. I know you've been. You need to let this go. You need to yeah. stop going to the park. You need to stop brooding. You need to stop mourning. Go live your life, Lois. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's a good thing you went here this one last time. Yeah. Who yeah. Knows? <laughs> she was going into work. She's got her name badge around her neck. Like she's going into work at five o'clock in the morning or whatever, you know? Yeah. Early yeah. start. You got to get there early. <laughs> so, brand new day, dawn of. Uh, <laughs> Superman. Dawn of Superman. Yeah. Dawn of the the reign of Superman again, return of. And so yeah. uh yeah, so she's here, she's gonna say her final goodbye. I think I think in the um in the beginning of the movie she got two coffees, right? She put one for him. She brought yeah, him. one, she one for him, coffees. one for her. She brought him one, she gave him yeah. a coffee. Yeah, it's yeah. the same it's the same same uh same ritual. 
Yeah. She she gave him his coffee and she has her coffee. Yeah. They they both have coffee. It's just shot slightly different because, you know, it's just a different day. Yeah, of course. And uh yeah, yeah. one is... for her, one for him. And uh she'll say her I guess not final goodbye, but yeah, she's going to come here. Yeah, and see she's trying she to. She's trying to. She's trying to move on. Trying she's to trying move on. to the to do the mature, emotional, actual, real human being thing, and then in the middle of moving on, he'll totally come back to life. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks. She's trying to do a normal human thing, and then a bunch of people dressed up in costumes uh, are going to ruin that for her. And she'd be like, no, psych, we got he's this. not dead. We fixed it. He's fine. Look at him. He's he's fine. We did it. We're Just as costumes. gorgeous as ever. Yeah. Um, he's a little oh. bit angry. Next week. Don't worry. Oh, he's my fine. God. Whoever's on next week is going to have so much fun. Mm. Oh, my. You guys. Ah. Oh. You, le- you, let the, you let the guest next week know that. I am jealous. I will. Ooh. I will let them know for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a, it's um, yeah, it'll be quite interesting next week for sure. Fighty, and fighty, fight, fight. There's a some things. Some things are gonna happen with Clark Kent next week. Um, it, with his body, at least you know, to, to begin with. But uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how the Justice League respond to that one. But um, overall, yeah, this this minute is really just about Flash breaking that one rule <clears throat> uh, again, I guess. Uh, and even then, we don't get the payoff in the minute. <laughs> you no, know, no, he just he just goes on and on about uh, the implications of doing this. And, and ah, Bat- my rule, guys. And oh. Batman's looking at him like, shut right, up. Whatever do you it. said, just do it. Um, it's, it's like both uh, him and Cyborg go on and on about science terms, and then everyone else is looking at them like, when "Yeah, are they which stop talking." And it's a little it? silly. Like, like okay, Aquaman is like sort of broy bro bro, but Batman and He's also cool, to a certain extent Wonder Woman. I think both of them would be like, "No, you don't need to break it down for us." And I think, I honestly think both of them would be like, "Wait a second, Flash. If you don't think you should do this because it would fuck up the universe, yeah, let's come up with another way to do this." And I guarantee you, between Batman and Wonder Woman. They could have, and Cyborg, they could have come up with another way to power this. Probably. And you know what? There probably was a timeline where that very same thing did happen. <laughs> they played it safe. There, Yeah, that was the other, there's like, go back in time and tell that Barry to not do that. Like, just don't. <laughs> Stop. Go there. Tell him to not do it. Maybe that's the other times. The other time time portals, but in those other timelines, I guess when the fatal final battle happens, he won't have had the confidence from this experience to have done the time travel backwards that he needed to do to undo Steppenwolf winning and save the day. Yeah, yeah. actually, so. yeah. Let's think about that. I, and let me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna draw on this tangent a bit because, um, in. In the f- in in the other installments of the film, so if there was a Justice League Part Two and then a Part Three because it's a five film arc, and then those would be the fourth and fifth Jesus. films, um, there is a scene that happens where we're in the nightmare, we're in the future, that it still happens, and you have Cyborg who's kind of like more like Frankenstein's creature, 
he's got all these like big pieces of robotic tech on him. He's kind of yeah. just cemented to the ground, oh, basically. Yeah. And so that, that, that last yeah. bit at the end, the dream sequence where they're having the nightmare and they're talking to Joker, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, he's kind of looking like Quasimodo a little bit. He's got all this. Why doesn't, jo- why doesn't Flash just reset time and go back to and stop this from happening? So they, they look at that, right? And they, they have two points in time that they can go back to. And they say, you know, which one should we go back to? This point or this point? And Batman says, well, you sent you you came back to me at this point in time, which is in BVS, and he shows up in his Batcave, and he says, Lois Lane is the key. You got to stop this and whatever. Um, uh, am I too soon? I'm too soon. And then he finds out he went back in time in the wrong spot. And so yeah. Batman says, because of that, don't do that one, because it didn't work. Do that <laughs> one. And so then Flash would then have to go into that point in time, and nobody knows what it is, but it could be this very moment where... Victor says, it's in, it's in the next minute, but he says, no, don't do that. And then Flash says, oh, did you say go? And then he goes. <laughs> and then it would be like, oh, no, that's the moment. Don't do that because Superman in BVS, when he dies and he's in the casket and you see the before the credits start, that that dirt is rising, that he's going Super Saiyan, right? He's going to re- regenerate on his own. He's going to come yeah, back to yeah, life yeah. regardless of the mother box. So maybe yeah. it's like that thing where it's like, hey, costume freaks, do not do this crazy, wacky science thing right now. It's going to happen naturally anyways. Don't force this to happen. And I think by He's forcing, not really dead. Yeah. By forcing it to happen, you've created this nightmare. So don't do that. So maybe, maybe this other t- point in time is this exact moment where Flash should come in and say, hey, whatever, whatever I'm saying right here, just slap me like chris said just just go ahead and slap me just don't do that and so it's not worth it maybe not worth it maybe you're right in a sense chris and like the very long con here is like you're right he shouldn't do this this makes (laughs) like it's gonna make things worse and so maybe that's what it is so this is all barry's fault yeah but that's that. That's all I have for this one. So once again, Chris, I just want to thank you for for blessing us oh. on the show with your, uh, with your energy, it's, your your enthusiasm to to kind of get into this film. I I know it may not be your favorite film, or uh, hey, re- regardless of how I feel about Zack Snyder's Justice League, I have had an absolutely wonderful time talking to you guys about it. Yes. Likewise, had, very much so. I've had an excellent time listening to you on. Um, Geek by Night and TMNT Minute as well. So had to have you on board to talk about some Justice League before we wrap up this show. So thank you so much. And and yeah, if you um, if you want to plug any other shows before we wrap up, you can tell the listeners where they can find you. Uh, I mean, the listeners can find me uh, all over the dueling genre network of shows. And then uh, I'm on a number. Of, uh, I've guested on a number of the other movies by minute shows like. Batman Minute, and uh, I've been on there for a few different things, and mm-hmm. I, I, I'm going to be on the uh, Robin Hood uh, Prince of Thieves Minute, or Minute of Thieves, whatever of the thieves. name of yep. the actual... I've been on a couple of different uh, Movies by Minute podcasts, and uh, it's just been a genuine pleasure to be out there on the not airwaves, because nobody <laughs> broadcasts this. On the um, digital waves. You you know what I mean to say. The digital world. Thanks for listening, gang. <laughs> All right. We're going to wrap up for today. If you've enjoyed today's show, please consider leaving a five-star review. It really does help the show and helps new listeners discover our show as well. 
If you'd like to join the conversation, you can chat with us on Twitter at DCEU Minutes. And if you'd like to hear more bonus content, we also have a Patreon for just $3 with tons of other podcasts to listen to. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you on the next one here on DC Cinematic Minute.